Welcome to Drinking During Business Hours, Season 2, Episode 10. Hi. I hope everyone is well today. Thanks for tuning in. We have a very special episode. Our guest is Amy Walker, actor, singer, and YouTube sensation. Our first YouTube star. Amy is the founder and CEO of 21 Accents, which has over 11 million views. She's been featured on TED Talk, The Today Show, NPR, and Inside Edition. She's also just a really nice human being, really great energy. She's a strict vegan. She radiates health and organic living. So I selected a wine that is organic for this episode. Uh, We are uh, sponsored today by Ampelos Wine Cellars, organic wines, wine from the combination of carefully nurtured vines, sustainable farming, hand-sorted fruit, eco-friendly winemaking, and passion that is elegant, unique, and supremely drinkable. Here's our interview with Amy Walker. Amy Walker, welcome to Drinking During Business Hours. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. I am really happy to have you here. Cheers, by the way. Oh, cheers. Um, We have selected an organic wine uh, by Ampelos, out of Santa Rita Hills, mm. California. And uh, I chose this wine because you abide by a very strict vegan lifestyle. Mm. And I'm kind of fascinated with that. Um, could, do you mind if we just open with like the, the discipline that it probably Dive takes <laughs> to be to be vegan? Yeah. You know, well, because I, I have tried food, so. and I, I don't have I don't have the discipline. Mm. I mean, I, it's a cheese thing. Like I I have to cheese eat. Cheese is a good thing. I have to eat cheese. Yeah. It makes me happy. Well. But I would like to stop. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you vegan? Well, for multiple reasons. I, I became a vegetarian when I was 11 just because I... We were learning about salmon and how they're they were an endangered species, and just being aware of my impact on the environment, mm-hmm. um, and it has a huge impact on the environment. I mean, beef production is the number one pollutant over cars. Yeah. So you know, on that end, um, plant based is important to me. And then, in terms of you know, I grew up eating everything. I I could you know gluten. People haven't even heard of gluten, right? Yeah, so, no. And you're from Seattle, Washington, yeah, yeah. And which is kind of like a, a food mecca. Now it's like the epicenter of really um, interesting chefs and various cuisines. Yeah, they're very. There's a lot of consciousness there. I think on the whole, mm-hmm. really, the whole West Coast, and yeah, um, and yeah. So it was really kind of in my early 20s that gluten started to be an issue, and well, it was dairy first, and then gluten and. And it was, it was not like, oh, well, then I will just not eat ice cream ever again. Or right. I will just not eat bread. And it was definitely kicking <laughs> yeah. and screaming. But, um, you had to ease into it, I would I imagine. enzymes and mm-hmm. I did, was like, oh, I can have some of it because everyone's having it. And, but it just, my body does not know what to do with a lot of yeah. different foods. Yeah. yeah. So um, I could suffer through it. But as an actor, I cannot be on set or stage with stuff going on in my yeah. gut. I have to know that that fuel is going to allow me to not think about what my body's yeah. doing and just be totally in the moment. That so, has to be the last thing on your mind. Yeah. Discomfort. Yeah. And because of the nature of what I do, 
um, that it's not only when I'm on set, but like YouTube, a YouTube video might happen any moment. Some character might start talking. Okay. And I gotta have, like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta be ready, right? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's so amazing. It's just like, yeah, so it's is what works best it's, for me. Well, and you look amazing. You Thank look you. 10 years younger. I swear, <laughs> I, uh, we, we know each other through a project which you cast me. I do. So that was glee. so <laughs> super sweet. A really interesting project called Group Ease. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I first met you, I thought, okay, she's like 23, 24. I swear to God. <laughs> so I really think there's something to that, you know, the, your diet and your, um, mm. Uh, your the discipline and well, I mean understanding it's a, a compilation of it is of it's, humanity yeah. and being willing to uh, not buy things right and, right and to go like well I'm here at this party to be with these people who I love and not necessarily to eat the same things that they're eating yes um, or I'm here at this restaurant and I've got some cashews in my pocket so that I can throw them on this salad or you know yeah like, because I'm here to be with the people right right and that, that helps. Yeah. No, I, um, that that, and, and meditation and, and joy. Med- yeah. huge because we feed our body these things. This is what I'm creating my body out of is these, the, the vitality that's in the food that I put in and mm-hmm. then in mm-hmm. the energy that I'm cultivating my being. Well, so. we had, we had a rehearsal at your lovely abode mm. for our project, your project groupies. And, um, it was just immediate Zen. Mm. When Thank the door you. opened, you know, and it was, we, we took off our shoes. Obviously, mm-hmm. everyone should in your house. You know, like when you think about it, people who don't take off their shoes, like I didn't always do that growing up. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, it's really gross to not take off your shoes in your house. <laughs> Unless you're having a party it's and like, you, you, yeah, you, you're so prepared to have the house cleaned like right afterwards or whatever. But, but yeah, no, like you track a lot. You track the outside, you know dirt and uh, so everyone had their their shoes off and it just smelled like oh like just pure calm mm, it smelled you. like it just had this aroma of calm and mm. um and everyone just immediately i think relaxed and you I'm so glad that's my intention i literally cast that intention in the in the space oh. for people to come in and feel at home and feel at it ease. worked and Yay. and purified water for everyone <laughs> and vegan snacks for everyone mm. and it's the first time that i've worked on a project that really instilled those practices mm. you selected a director mm whom has your, your uh, similar philosophies of, um, of yeah. meditation Jessica and Graham. yes, Jessica Graham. Yeah. And the, it was, I never had a director say, okay, let's have a moment before we begin the scene and everyone think about your two feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Let's start rehearsal with a meditation. I love it. I love it. And she does, um, mindfulness practice and she has mindfulness yes uh, east side mindfulness collective yeah and um tell us about groupies and how that came about Mm. well there's this uh fabulous program called the women in comedy program Mm -hmm. that uh, elizabeth banks and her company hoo ha ha and youtube okay together to empower women Mm -hmm. who are creating comedy content Mm -hmm. and 
I heard about this thing like two days before the deadline. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then my collaborator, Adam Ray, and I had already done some work on a little web series idea about okay. this young couple. Okay. Um, trying to make a difference in the world, but being very different mm-hmm. to each other and trying to, you know, make that work. Um, and then I thought, oh my gosh, I could take that idea and bring the women's empowerment theme into it by having my character, Skylar, who she's like the artist and the free yes. spirit and to have her get super excited about support groups. Okay. And to start with, <laughs> and that's why the theme group groupies or groupies. groupies is in life's easier when you share it with a group. Yes, yes, yes. Um, came about <laughs> was like to start this women's empowerment group mm-hmm. and to really put the focus in that way. And then to have James just saying like, when are you feeling disempowered? You know, and to, to really talk about how it's not just women becoming empowered in a vacuum or that men are to blame for disempowering women. It's looking at how are our gender roles or, or just our relationship dynamics mm-hmm. and the beliefs around that and how we talk to each other, how, where are those unequal in some ways? Mm. And where is it okay that we do things differently, but mm-hmm. um, just looking at like what what are our definitions, our personal definitions of power, and how yes. can we own those in a way that isn't just a, a masculine form of power, mm-hmm. but that can also be power, power with others. Yes. Power in a collaborative, integrated way. Right. Yeah. Um, well, the script was really creative. And uh, and very empowering. So yeah, I can I can see now. Did Elizabeth Banks see the script before you were approved for the program? Or I don't know who saw the script. Um, we did apply. The script wasn't written yet. We I pitched it um, to the program. So uh-huh. whoever was vetting it, I see, um, chose people from around the world. And uh, now, um, and I did mention this in your intro uh, that you are a YouTube star. Um, you created this amazing YouTube video, just so unbelievably, just where you really showed your talent with dialect and accents. It's called 21 Accents, mm-hmm. and it has over 11 million views. <laughs> um, it's, that's pretty impressive. And um, so part, so this program, Elizabeth Banks and, and, um, and team, they were, they were seeking out YouTube sensations. Was that part of the... It didn't, the quest. I don't think um, a certain number of followers was necessarily a, a requirement. Oh, okay. Um, they were just looking for people creating female-centered content content and mm-hmm. comedy, comedic content. Well, I'm glad so they found I have a you. a lot of different characters on yeah. there. And, and, and empowerment is a huge theme for me. Mm-hmm. Um, empathy and empowerment through entertainment. It's huge for me. And so characters like... Jonas, you know, her entire, and I improvise her, but her entire (laughs) arc of all of the seasons is about her, you know, learning. Gosh, I have always wanted to be a dancer and by golly, I'm going to just do it. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, that 
terror that she has and then the joy yeah. of finding it some awkward way. Um, I love that. I mean, you completely transform. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at you and your eyes, they just go to a different set of, it's like a different light and it's a different, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, and how, how did accents come about when, you know, have you been doing this since you were a kid? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I just always, I mean, I, I would watch say Disney movies mm -hmm. and just listen to how people talk and listen to Julie Andrews. And if she's going to sing early today to the steps of St. Paul's, you know, I'm not going to sing St. Paul's, I'm going to St. Paul's and then I'll like take notes. Okay. That's how she says things because she's from this land or um, so you, you know, really absorbing all were, of that. you were very, you had that curiosity from a kid. You wanted to really kind of duplicate that, that same sound and, yeah. and, and so you would have to really kind of, um, you would have to rehearse. I mean, this is like an yeah. interesting, I've always been a nerd, and, 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 but you know, <laughs> this is, yeah, it's very yeah, it difficult to do. You know, I'm a comic and I don't, I don't do impersonations. Like I steer away from that. I, I really, um, it, it takes, a, it's a completely different entity of talent. Mm -hmm. It's a different category of the brain to tap into that kind of, um, discipline and comedy, mm. um, to do accents. And it's yeah. hard enough as an actor, but really for to, you know, to be comedic and to have 21 of them <laughs> for crying out loud. Well, and gosh, that video, you know, was 10 years ago. So like, I look at that now and what I could do then is really different than, you know, I did a 31 five years later and I did. Yes, yes. Um, so it's like. Cool. But that ability to just switch in the moment, that was what I didn't. I sort of <laughs> knew that it was unique, that not very many people, you know, do that kind of thing because it's harder, definitely harder. And so even when I was designing that video, I made sure that I put um, <laughs> like a Scottish accent right next to an Irish accent um, and then Australia um, right next to um, New Zealand because those are harder to switch back and forth. I I, so the listeners, is she completely, completely <gasps> impressing you right now? Because <laughs> Australia, especially the Australian accent and New Zealand, yeah. in my opinion, is the so most fun. difficult. Yeah, I know. It's, um, well, I mean, they're weird, but so great. I, I like. And that you, so you know, great. I have to hear it. I, I had an audition last week um, uh, for a British character and I, I have to play it right before in the car. Mm. <laughs> And I had to go into the casting room in character mm -hmm, to yeah. not break out of it. But the sure. fact you don't have to, I mean, I guess because you've been doing because it for practiced. so long. Yeah. And, well, and yeah. because this is how I live. This is me. Mm -hmm. When I'm at home and nobody's listening, this is this is most often me, honestly. Um, so because I've cultivated these things, and I did it in secret. I just was like, this is a weird thing. And I, until 21 Accents, <laughs> that was like my coming out project. I was like, by the way, I do this weird thing. You can cast me and stuff. Okay, goodbye. Um, so that was that the intention initially? It was, just yeah, to it kind was to of, send it to casting directors and yes. say, hey, wherever the character's from, mm -hmm. doesn't matter, I can do it. You, you can know? do it, yeah. Um, but for Extraordinary. me, it's what really helps me is that I, I just metabolize all of these things as me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not being a different person when I'm speaking with my Australian friends. Um, I'm being me. 
but how I express in an Australian accent. So because I cultivate these things as me, it's not weird to then like, of course I would do this British character and do this particular S for that character or whatever. It's not being, it's the same as I would do for an American character. They're mm-hmm. all going to have a slightly different accent and voice and way of being in the body to me. So. Are your parents just completely amazed? I mean, what, are they, where do you think you get this? Um, were they? They're what, amazing. What they're musicians. Your, oh, they're, okay. Yeah. You know I so was I grew up guess. with music. I was going to guess they're both composers. that you had a music, a musical background. Yeah. I really yeah. think that that is, uh, that helps greatly. It's huge. My mm-hmm. mom's a music therapist okay. and a music thanatologist and my, my dad, um, works for the Salvation Army for social services, but he also has written music ever since I was a kid and they okay. had a whole album together and um, Hence yeah, I ear. totally grew up with it. And they're both funny and they both, you know, inspiring speakers. Okay. Order, so, yeah. Um, were there any that. particular influences besides Julie Andrews? Were there any others? Oh, that well, just, Meryl Streep. So, I mean, okay. Meryl Streep, okay. for sure. So that was and when I, she set the bar for me and I went, okay, great. This is how we be actors is we, when we're, in Sophie's Choice, we learn Polish and then we learn mm-hmm. the accent from mm-hmm. learning Polish, you know, <laughs> like that's so that's what we do. So was it the, um, you were striving to be a very good actor or did, were you striving to just be like the comedic, was it, what came first? The comedy was thing it, wasn't really until sort of this year when I went, okay. oh, I can, I can call myself a comedy actor. I've, oh, I'm actually absolutely. looking at my videos and going, well, most of them are comedy because yeah. comedy to me, I mean, you can call them that because that's how we can process life. Yeah. Is comedy lets us uh, laugh so hard. We, we leave cracks open where, mm-hmm. where the, the drama, the, the deep stuff can just seep in and out. Yeah. You know, so comedy is just part of it to me. But, um, sorry, what was your question? Well, that, no, you just answered it brilliantly. Um, and then what made you make the move to Los Angeles? What was, tell us about your journey from Seattle to geographically, um, Seattle to LA. Mm. I, I was finally ready. I feel like I had cultivated my voice through mm-hmm. challenging myself, uh, creating YouTube videos. Okay. Um, so you were already always, uh, doing the YouTube thing before yeah, you made for the voyage years, here? For okay. years. And so I really, I knew I had an audience. I knew I had um, something unique mm-hmm. um, and and a message of, of empowerment and love and unity mm-hmm. and honoring the ways that we're diverse and honoring the unity. And, and so I feel like um, who I've cultivated as a person through my spiritual practices and then and as an artist by continuing to challenge my... Every video I post is so vulnerable and out there and ridiculous. I, I'm terrified mm-hmm. most of the time that I really? post them. I'm like, well, of how it's people going might to be hate received. me. People might just totally not get it. Wow. People will definitely think I'm weird, but this inspiration came from somewhere and it's not mine. And so I need to share it. So doing that, having gone, having cultivated a strong foundation in my spiritual practice, having gone through my own dark night of the soul where I was totally suicidally depressed Mm. and coming out of that goodness. I really knew myself as a person and I felt like, okay, 
when these signs come in that like at the same time, a dear friend of mine from university in Australia was moving to LA. And on the same day when I was on tour in uh, Kentucky or Florida, I can't remember. Um, the same day, a filmmaker contacted me and said, I've always wanted to work with you. Mm. I'm the one who got you that audition for that thing. Wow! I finally have a studio. Are you in LA? And I went, well, I might very soon. <laughs> so, so that was kind that, of the I catalyst. I took that as a nudge. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is interesting. You know, I, um, I also battled depression before making the move mm. to LA. And I think, you know, that that is one of those symptoms that you're not really where you're supposed to be, mm. you know, and it, it gave me anxiety mm. that I knew that I had to, there was something else that I was supposed to be doing. Yep. And I haven't been depressed ever since. No, <laughs> and I would imagine like in your situation now, did, were you already practicing the diet? Were you already vegan? Um, I wasn't totally vegan and I wasn't raw cause it's cold okay. up there. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> cold. Yes. You need hot things. I needed hot things constantly. Yes. Um, well, and for me, I just have a, yeah, different body thermostat to most people, but, um, <laughs> you have that. but I was veg and I was gluten free mm -hmm. okay. and dairy free, which is okay. way more complicated actually than what I do now. But, um, which I've still all those things, but I just, anyway, um, but there yeah, is a correlation. Yeah, but even with that, I had like this split in my brain, basically, where I felt like I knew the person that people, that I felt I was supposed to be. Like ever since I was a kid, people were like, you are going to be such and such. Like, and I felt this pressure, but then at the same time, I felt totally unworthy. Mm. And like really, um, I just had all this self-doubt and really negative self-talk. Hmm. And... I didn't really have integrated ways of looking at what are the beliefs that I've got that are subterranean mm -hmm. and what like emotional trauma are they tied to mm. so that I can go in and unlock that emotional trauma, feel that emotional trauma, look at what these beliefs are and change them and transcend them mm. and do that deep, deep healing work. And I'd done a lot of workshops and books and yeah. awesome things, but, um, but there was still kind of like this split and what the, the crash and burn did, it just like burned everything. Mm. And I got to go, all right, let's look at this ash. Is this one we want to keep? No. What about this one? Yes. Mm. And just really build myself again from the ground up to where I feel so integrated, you know, like getting rid of this guilt and shame, apologizing yeah. for things I felt guilty over, mm -hmm. returning a library book I'd kept for years yeah. and hadn't intended to, you know, just silly it's things, subjective even. things that, you know, are big to one person may not be a big deal to another, sure. but it's, it's just how we take it in. Yeah. And, uh, we have a lot of muck mm. along the way. Yeah. And I think it just takes such dedication yeah, to sure. make that, uh, that leap of, uh, and you have to go through some serious stuff to break yeah. down yeah. and to get rid of all of that stuff. Yeah. And 
I would say, because you're just like a gleaming light. You are just <laughs> effervescent. Oh, thank you. And it's in your eyes, it's in your skin, it's in your aura, it's in, you know, and it's how you perform in working with you. And uh, we've hung out a little bit. And um, I would say that y- y- you have to kind of release all that muck. You do. To become this yeah. shining star and doing what you love to do mm. and and living life on your terms, we talk about that a lot on the show, that you are the director of your own show, life. Yeah. No matter what you're doing for a living, you, you need to be your own director. Yeah. And prioritizing that time and just saying, oh, no, this this personal work mm-hmm. is actually more important than me getting that thing done right now today. Yes. If, because all of that personal work that I do, it's going to make that project so much better. Yeah. So much better and, and swifter and easier. Mm-hmm. And I'll get why I'm doing it, mm-hmm. why I feel called to do it. And I won't be sitting there doubting it or like sabotaging myself, you know, and each little, I mean, it's not like a before and after one and done kind of thing. Each, yeah. Every day, this is a practice for me. And the more that I keep, it does. Yeah. It really does. And where it becomes a habit. Yep. And, um, and it just, you know, I'm not quite there yet with meditation. I want it to be, but it's not, you know, it's like intermittent for me, but, but yeah, if you do it over and over and over again and have that, that discipline. Yeah. And And writing, there are a lot of great writing mm -hmm. practices and Mm -hmm. this book that I, I share about so often called Energetic Boundaries by Cindy Dale. It's a life changer. There are practices in there that are really laid out beautifully Mm. for understanding our bodies as energy, which they are. Yes. And knowing how to work with that and how to find the places that, um, that those boundaries are not helpful for me, that they're attracting things that I don't want, that I am putting out mixed messages and how to heal those things. And, um, and really get to know it's amazing. It's amazing. Who is the author again? Cindy Dale. Okay. I'll definitely check it out. It's great. And um, so the whole, so, the, so I can see the, how everything is tying in, you know, because you, um, you had battled depression, you had to kind of really break down and find you and, mm. and get rid of all that, that stuff, yeah. you know, that that's in our, locked in our head mm-hmm. and, um, and be free. And, um, now I'm, I'm, so is that where the, the empowerment came in? So now you're, you're, you're finding your talent, you're honing in it. Well, you were always very talented and practiced, but now you're really honing in on it. Mm. You're living in the city where you should live, Mm. where people are like you, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I do too. I love LA. Um, and, uh, is, is this now the, so now you're, this makes sense that your content is, is about empowerment, Mm of, of women in particular. And it's, yeah, that, that in particular, but it's, it's, um, partly because I'm a woman and Mm -hmm. that I can, you know, (laughs) honor that journey, but, um, (laughs) but also just empowerment in general. I, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a time when, um, when we need to help, or not help, but like we're defining what it is to be a strong man. We're redefining that too. We are. And that's so important Isn't to have those conversations. And that's why for this, for the groupies project, it was really important to me that, that, that it be a couple as yeah. well as, is we have the just... super fun, um, women's empowerment group whole mm-hmm. sequence. And I love that the conversation, um, with James's character too, and yeah. how, how hard it is to know, like how to, 
feel emotions. Like, yes. is it okay? And yeah. is it, does that make me not strong? Does it make me not a man? Does that make me not attractive mm -hmm. to, to you? Um, you know, these are really important conversations. I think we've done a huge disservice to men in a lot of ways by just saying, no, you have to always know the answer. You have to always be strong and not have emotions. Right, and, right. Um, or you can only have angry emotion, you know? like I, I think we've sent some mixed messages. We have. You know, and even when it comes down to chivalry, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of old fashioned. I, I'm, I really like the man to get my door. I really I like the man to, to walk on the <sighs> the side of the street, you know, uh, with the traffic. And I, I mean, I'm really yeah. like, you know, so because, a lot of guys yeah. are like, well, wait a second, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You want to be independent. You want to be, you know, it's like so different, some guys though. are confused. It's so different because it's not when there's a man who's comfortable in his masculinity and in his femininity, mm -hmm. um, and I, I recognize this is not a binary thing right now. We're kind of talking in binary terms and it's not binary. It's a total spectrum and I completely believe that. And for me, I enjoy because I, a lot of times, am the decision maker in my work and mm -hmm. all these things. I love being able to just be more in my feminine yeah. with my man, yeah. you know, and, and that when he does things for me like that, or if he pays for dinner or if he, you know, it's not because he thinks I can't. It's not because I will be destroyed without him. It's because it's really fun. It like <laughs> yeah. just feels really good. I want to feel and he like likes to just be like, yes, I I'm playing this little no, role right I, now, and then you can play this role, and isn't that fun? You know, it's, it's just, just it's romantic. Fun. It is romantic, but it's so different when it's from that energy. Yes, than from like, oh no, I need to control you. You're yeah, my property, right? Or you're you're little, and Complete, you need to stay over yes. here and let me be out front. It's totally different, and it's completely an energetic thing. So we went to the women's march together. We did, and I was tickled for that invite. It was I was going to go anyway, and then you know mm. you asked if you wanted to meet, and I just thought, oh, that is so neat. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Um, and I was really pleasantly surprised by the the men, the amount of men. Isn't it beautiful at the march? So beautiful. You know, it's kind of like Who a segue. Understand that this is not about just like women yeah. having power over men. It's about all of us being They're, empowered yes. and being a community together. And the support. Yes, yep. it was. And it was a community of support. Yeah. And, um, wow, it, it kind of appeared that there were just as many men, probably not, totally. but it appeared that it way. It really did. I Especially, mean, it, that was, yeah. that was different. I loved it. And in their pink hats and then, and yeah. it just says like, I'm secure, you know, I'm yeah. a secure man. I can yeah. come and support you. Right. Yeah. I can come and, and support all of us being equal and support that I, yes. our environment and the the fact that, hey, I'm a citizen mm -hmm. in this country and the citizen is just as important of a government position as any. Yeah. And yes. that this is part of how I show my citizenship is I stand for and with the people who are here for equality mm -hmm. and here for sustainability. Right, right. No, and it, it's it was... still uniting with our bodies and our voices they're all I mean, intertwined. It's like, it's like ancestral, you it's, know. This is the way yeah. it's always oh, oh. been done. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's it. It was it, it was all intertwined, and it was mm. because it wasn't just about equality. Mm. It was about a lot of things. We saw a lot of uh, uh, posters that were declaring, you know. I mean, it was political. Yeah. It wasn't just about equality. It was. Uh, um, 
some of the poster boards were just, I was they kind of jealous that I didn't get more creative. Clever. Next year is going to be a different thing. I'm going to, gonna I'm going like to get up, together beforehand I'm up the and have a brainstorm year. session yeah. and make so signs. My poster board said ill-behaved women. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it had read three behaved women because people miscause I did all caps and you know how, when you do oh. ill-behaved, it looks like three. Oh my god! So everyone, they said, well, what's hey, what's up with the three behaved women? <laughs> Because there were three of us. Oh my gosh, that's so true. <laughs> like, no, ill behaved. I'm being sarcastic. You know, and I just, yeah. And then your poster board said it was hero. Um, um, which one was it? You can't spell hero without her? No, what, yeah. no, what was oh, it? I love um, that, by the way. Oh, no, hero yeah. minus her equals zero. Yes, yes. Uh, equality that was, for all. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I love that. Um, so where where can we find you? Uh, your your YouTube channel. How can our listeners? Is it Amy Walker? It's amiable. Amiable. Walker, like the word Amy. If you put okay. in Amy Walker, you'll love totally it. get me. Yes. I, um, because amiable. some people don't know this word anymore, but it's a lovely word. Isn't it though? It is. Amiable. amiable. Yeah, there's that. I also have amywalkeronline.com as my Amy Walker website, online. so that'll take you everywhere. Okay, okay. amywalkeronline.com is, mm-hmm. your, is your website, and that's yeah. where we'll find all the... And you have a wiki, and you're a big Thanks. shot. I'm, I'm, I'm really appreciative that you came by the show. Oh my gosh, thank you for and, asking um, me. And then uh, groupies will be when when w- may we view groupies is that oh it's there it's, oh it that's is right okay. on my channel it's yeah, on your channel it's on the home. okay fantastic yeah and, and it's um, on my facebook as well and um really yeah. fun uh groupies is just a really uh fun series and um i can't wait for the following series i get you know it's the pilot it's, uh, that's on now correct it is it is and you know um i feel like it's such a great um, I've got this inspiration for another series that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, and I feel like this could be a launching for that. I'm feeling like that's more in alignment with what's coming for now, but oh, I do definitely things. do videos every week. So my celebrity sketch series or anything, if people want to subscribe and you're always see something working. new every you're week. You're always doing something creative. You're an inspiration. Mm, and thank, thank you very you. much for stopping by the show. My pleasure, Sarah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Drinking During Business Hours. Please visit sarahjhalstead.com for information on my upcoming comedy shows. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Sarah J. Halstead. Drinking During Business Hours is produced by Jason Sands. If you like the show, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you may listen to your podcast. Sante. Sante.